That's right, today is number 50. Yeah. I honestly can't believe it. It's been such an exciting journey. Let me take you all back for a minute. In 2020, I think all of us just got a bit rocked. I mean, our whole lives, it was a wild ride. For me, I, it meant a real big, huge faith transformation like I had never even thought possible. Somewhere in the mix of all of the trying to figure out how to keep going, I listened to a podcast where there was this guest named Steph Gass. She is an amazing woman and she was a podcaster and a podcast coach and she did something totally different than all the other self-help business coaches were saying to do. She talked about making God in charge of your life and your business and living your God-led calling. Well, this started this whole crazy spiral of what we have now <laughs> with finding faith above. I knew that God needed to be the center of my life. I knew that. I had already told him that whatever he wanted for me in my life is what I was gonna do. And I was gonna listen to him. And little did I know that he was about to tell me to do something my calling <laughs> that was so crazy, I, I, something I had never even imagined. I mean, he asked me to do something, get involved with, talk with, talk to, live out something I had been trying to avoid for the last 20 years. Sometimes he can have a sense of humor, <laughs> but when God speaks, I learned it is best to listen. All right, so today we are going to talk about the 10 lessons that I have learned on this crazy journey of podcasting 50 episodes so far and talking to all of you beautiful XLDS women and trying to help you on this, uh, on this crazy faith journey that we're all on. Hey girl, I know you are overwhelmed at the thought of being a Christian. There are so many damaging lessons you need to unlearn and you feel like you were starting over from scratch. Heck, you were even taught not to believe the Bible, so where do you turn for truth? Hi, I'm Shelby Hosfield. I too was a girl who left the LDS church. I too felt like I had abandoned everything I had ever known about God. I spent 20 years lost after leaving, wishing someone would just give me the blueprints on faith. How was I supposed to raise my kids with God when I didn't even know how to pray? Can you relate? But as hard as this is, I know you are not ready to give up on Jesus. God opened me up to a real relationship with him through his word. The Bible is not only trustworthy friends, but it is living water to our souls. I don't want it to take you 20 years. Here, you will learn how to pray, you will find truth, and you will finally gain trust in the Lord. If God is for us, who can be against us? This is Finding Faith Above. Okay, so let's get into it. The top 10 lessons learned 50 episodes into this ex-Mormon Christian show. Well, the fact that I even say that, that's, that's a really big deal. <laughs> the ex-Mormon Christian show. Because first one, number one, we're going to talk about how to get over fear. <laughs> so I had no idea how scared I still was to say something against the church. This socialization runs deep. Nothing I have ever said or most likely will ever say is mean against the people of the church because in all honesty, I love LDS people. They are wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, there are plenty of other people that want to bash the church and the people and everything else. And that is not what we do here. It is all about love. 
Uh, but I'll talk a little bit more about the people later. So everything I talk about on this is about learning what it means to become a Christian after leaving the church because it's hard. It's so complicated. And uh, yeah, I was, let's just go back to number one, getting over fear. <laughs> I was so afraid when I first decided to do this show, I knew that God had asked me to talk to uh, women who had left the church, help them to not feel like the odd one out when they're sitting at their Bible study with all their friends, you know, talk about these basic Christian beliefs that, uh, that we wish someone could just, you know, download all the information, give us all the info, and so that we didn't feel different when we're with all of our Christian friends. Um, because I do think, you know, there's a lot that we have to kind of get over. But the problem was, I was scared to death to actually say the terms ex-Mormon or LDS. I was even afraid <laughs> to just even say the church. <laughs> I know it sounds so crazy. So I talked about Steph Gass at the beginning. Uh, she is my podcast coach and she is wonderful. She helps me. She, I, I wouldn't even have a podcast if it wasn't for her because I was so afraid to do this that I needed someone who was going to push me and kind of make me accountable. And even though I was scared to death, uh, someone who was going to say, but Shelby, it's okay. You, you can do this and you need to do this and, and just do it. And so she's helped me with that. But the very first time I talked to her and told her that I was going to do this, um, yeah, I was, she's like, how are we supposed to do this if you can't say those words? <laughs> I'm like, but I can't, I can't say it yet. So I, I really was very afraid of, uh, being lumped into like the anti-Mormon literature or something. I, I don't know. I just, I wanted to make sure that I was giving respect to the people who had always been actually very kind to me because um, growing up in the Mormon church, they were very kind to me, very kind. It's just the, the doctrine is different than what we want to follow as biblical Christians. And that's what we teach about here. But I was very, very afraid. <laughs> and getting over things is hard. I didn't realize how scary it would be. All right. So number two, the second little lesson that I've learned with this with all of this is how many people leave God when they leave the church. I was surprised about that. I mean, I knew I had. I, you know, I'm told about 85% of people uh, who leave the, the church, end up leaving God altogether, become agnostic or atheist, which I don't even like saying those words. Um, I think that's just, oh, it's so sad. And I mean, it's really the whole main reason for this is we want to, we want to help people to understand who Jesus really is. But uh, I would guess the, the number of people who actually become godless after leaving you have a time in there of being godless is more like i would even say like 98 percent. i mean so many people actually just straight up leave god but then they come back and uh i always thought that my own journey was so unique <laughs> that the journey of leaving god because you know when you leave your brain kind of explodes when you leave everything that you've ever known about god um your brain's just like what i don't want to believe anything and then i kind of dabbled in other religions you know I was, you know, maybe I'll go to a Lutheran church, maybe I'll go to a Catholic church, maybe I'll go to a Baptist church, trying to like identify this next thing that I was going to be. Um, and then kind of went going more like new age and reading all of Eckhart Tolle and listening to Oprah. <laughs> 
<laughs> like Oprah was my new idol. And then, you know, Buddhism, you know, all that jazz, all the stuff that, that I think, um, I, I didn't realize this, but a huge majority of us who leave the church go through. I thought that my journey really was unique in some way. And I've been kind of schooled on that. You know, this is, this is a lesson that I learned that I am definitely not alone in this unique thing, that this was uh, really very common. It's a very common course for leaving Mormonism. What is uncommon is coming back to God and coming to Christianity. That part is unique because a very small percentage of people actually, actually do come back to Jesus. They find something else, but they don't come back to Jesus. And um, I think being angry is also very normal. And I had a time in there where I was very angry as well. Our emotions get pretty high. And I feel like that's also pretty normal. So this has been my second lesson. The second lesson is how many people truly leave God when they leave the church. And that was, that's been um, very sad to me, but definitely a lesson that I have learned with this in realizing how important it is that we do have somewhere that we can learn about biblical Jesus together. And that actually brings us to our third lesson. My third lesson that I learned on this whole journey, because I really had to, you know, I had to dive super deep into a lot of understanding my own past and my own journey and kind of what I went through in order to be able to talk to all of you. And so really reflecting back on where I had been. And so all these lessons are just kind of like <laughs> summing up really what I had to kind of work through. It was like my own little therapy I had going on. But number three, do all Mormons distrust the Bible? And this is something I think is so fascinating because while we go and reject, you know, everything that we knew about being Mormon, we still carry some of these extremely uh, bad things, toxic things with us. And we say that we've rejected Mormon teaching, yet here we are still living out Mormon teaching. And one of the big things that I have realized is, you know, we were taught from very young that the Bible is only trustworthy so long as it's been translated correctly. But who knows what's translated correctly? We were taught very seriously not to trust the Bible, that the Book of Mormon was trustworthy, that what the prophets say is trustworthy, but the Bible itself is is fallible. You know, it's not something that's, um, so not something we can rely on. And it's wild how, even though we reject everything else, that we hold on to. And it was surprising to me in, I knew that for myself. I knew that I had to go on a little bit of a, a journey on figuring out do I trust the Bible? And why should I trust the Bible? And did a lot of research into all of that, which I can definitely say now I 100% believe that the Bible is God's word. Absolutely. But it did take me a little bit to get there. And I was surprised. It was a good lesson for me to realize that I was not alone on that either. That that is very, very normal also for those of us who have left the church. But I can say, say this with total truth. Uh, let's just dispel this leftover bad teaching lie right now. The Bible is God-breathed and living water to our soul. 
grab the link in the resources library if you want to learn more. I learned a lot from um, Tim Mackey. Uh, a lot of his talks that he gave directly on the Bible were fantastic. And uh, there's just so much evidence to it. And um, it's not just even just evidence. It's just when you read it, there's something different that happens. And so, yeah, it's beautiful. All right, so now let's move on to number four. So learning more about what Mormons believe out of the church than I ever did in. This has been kind of an interesting one. So I definitely know that while we're in the church, I left it, you know, 20 years ago. But when I was in it, um, it was kind of like all of the teachings were like on a slow drip. You know, you kind of get a little bit here, you get a little bit there. We're, we learn about this today. We learn about that today. But nobody ever sits you down and says, okay, black and white, this is all the teachings. This is all the doctrine. Here it is. Here you go. Because if they did that, no one would stay. Everyone would be like, this is craziness. No. But what I've also been surprised at is now with having the internet and even on their own website, everything has to be so much more black and white. And so there is so much more ability to see exactly what the teachings are, which is good. And I, I had to go back because it had been 20 years and some of it was really fuzzy. And I had to think like, did I learn this? Did I not learn this? Is this right? Is this... It, just a lot of stuff. And I wanted to make sure that I was doing all of you guys justice as well, because I needed to know, especially those of you who had just left, like where, where you're at, where your brain is at and learning all of this new stuff based off of what you had known. And so I really had to kind of do a deep dive into Mormon teaching, which was fascinating because I learned so much more after leaving the church than I ever did when I was in it. And uh, I've really tried to, I've even done a lot of like pro-Mormon stuff, like really from the church itself on the teaching, just so that I can, I can fully understand uh, what it is that is the basis for the religion. And uh, yeah, that's been, it's been super interesting how much more I've learned outside than I ever feel like I did inside. Although the basis for it was all there, like I said, it was like a slow drip, but definitely learned a lot more now that I'm out than I am, than I ever was in the church. Um, especially from talking to all of you. I, I left when I was 18, so I didn't get married in the, in the temple. Um, I didn't go through all the different endowment ceremonies and everything else. And you guys have really enlightened me. You have talked to me a lot about your experiences with that. And I just so incredibly appreciate you guys being willing to talk to me. That has just been so cool. Um, I think that some of the big things that I also learned aside from the temple ceremonies, which um, I, I really didn't know a whole lot about, now I do, uh, is things that I, I kept with me, like we talked about the Bible, the teachings of the Bible, but other things that I kept with me so long after, and a big one, and I've talked to a couple of you girls independently on this, and it's been, yeah, we just, our minds get blown a bit, but a big one was pre-existence, us being spirit children of God is not biblical. We weren't there. We were knit in our mother's womb. And in learning how unique the concept of pre-existence is to the Mormon church, that has been extremely eye-opening 
to me. And and that whole thing sitting in a Bible study before I ever started this podcast and and bringing up something about it and my friends all looking at me like, what are you talking about? I mean, that really for me was almost the straw that broke the camel's back. That was the thing that I realized how badly this podcast really was needed so that I can help, you know, other girls who are like me who don't want to sit there and look like a weirdo in Bible study. <laughs> Unfortunately, my, my girlfriends, they were great, but still, I mean, like I, we don't want to feel um, like we uh, are, are saying something that, you know, is, is just craziness about God. We want to make sure that, you know, we're speaking biblically and, and following him and not following some, some other teachings that we, you know, kept with us for years and years and years. So, all right. And then that brings us to number five. So the fifth lesson, what is theology anyways? <laughs> so I had heard this word, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's not something that we ever said. I never said that word. And um, when I was kind of diving more into Mormon teachings, obviously, I dove a lot more into biblical teachings. Um, I've read a lot of books, listened to a lot of YouTube, that is for dang sure, talked to a lot of people. Um, it's almost silly now, but there was a time not that long ago when I had never even heard the word theology. Now I want to be a theologian. <laughs> like it's, I, I cannot get enough of learning about all of this. I love it. Uh, but it's the study of God, by the way. Apologetics, seminary, all terminology I had no idea about from a Christian perspective. And I love it. Uh, doing this podcast, um, talking to you all has sent me on a deep dive. And I love for more and more and more uh, knowledge and understanding of who God is, because understanding who he is uh, helps me when I'm talking to him and reading his word to actually build a stronger relationship with him. And so I can't get enough of it all. I just think it's so cool. But theology is number five. <laughs> the next one is number six, the next lesson. Uh, what makes a Christian? So learning about theology, so I could share it, I also that also brought me to some places I did not expect. I learned that unlike the LDS church, where the beliefs are really my way or the highway, being a Christian is not really like that. There are a ton of denominations, but even within the non-denominational evangelical realm, there are all sorts of sub-beliefs. You can align with Calvinism, um, Arminianism, provision it prov I can't even say all these words like there are so many different little bits and pieces and things that you can agree with not agree with you can agree with um is there a rapture is there not rapture is there I mean like there's just so many different little bits and pieces and um that doesn't mean that you are not Christian just because you align a little bit more with um kind of breaking down the theology in one way, as opposed to another way. Uh, I had been listening to this really big theologian, and he was doing a, a great big talk. I believe it was on Romans. It was a super cool um, talk that he was saying. But at the end of it, he said, what I think is very reassuring about all of this, how much do you really need to know in order to be a Christian? Very little. It really all comes down to grace. And giving it all to God 
and believing in our Lord and Savior to hold up our lives and putting him at the center. And all this other little silly stuff, um, it's not silly. It's, 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 it's super cool and fun to learn about, but it isn't going to be your salvation. You can, you can die not knowing what any of it is and you will be totally okay. But I, that was surprising to me that just because you say you're Christian does not mean that your theology is going to be the same as all Christians. It's going to vary. And, uh, that was a little different. I didn't, I didn't quite realize that was what I was going to get into with some of this. So number seven, this is a big one. This is huge. This is directly to you guys. You are all so dang brave. I'm a chicken. I already said that. I (laughs) I was such a chicken about doing all of this. I mentioned the fear thing already. I have learned that you ladies are so brave. You are all so willing to share your stories. You are willing to stand up for your beliefs. You are willing to tell those people that you love in the world about your faith, which is what Jesus commanded us to go and do. Remember the first thing I said? I was afraid to even use the word Mormon on this podcast. Uh, I was also a big chicken about talking to my dad. That was a really big thing for me. And still in the church about my faith, it's, um, you know, that talking to him has been really complicated. And, but I did it. And I did it because all of you guys inspired me because you are all so brave and willing to talk and willing to try to figure this all out and willing to, in communities where you are the only person who has left the church, you are willing to stand up for your faith and not be afraid. And that is just so incredibly amazing. And I I just want to say, you know, I mean, you guys are awesome. Um, And you inspired me. So thank you. That's been a lesson that I have needed to learn from all of you. So number eight is our God is so big. (laughs) He is so big. And I say that because on this journey. I have had to remind myself over and over again that he will leave the 99 for the one. He will never forsake us. He will never leave us. And as I listen to some stories or when I talk to some true believing Mormons, which I don't do often, I I talk to mostly people who have already left the church, but when I do, I can't help but feel this overwhelming sadness sometimes for listening to some of the situations that uh, people are in, in the fact that they are just so far from knowing God's grace. They're so far from it. And some people feel like they're so there and they're so close and they're so passionate about it. Or I hear in their voices how lost they are. And either way, it, it is, I've had to remind myself over and over again how big he is. Because I tend to, you know, my, my sins of the flesh, I tend to, you know, start to feel like, gosh, how can they ever come to know God? <laughs> like, how, how is that ever going to happen? Like, uh, they're so far. Is that, is that even possible? And then I'm reminded by him, Shelby, how big am I? And how, how far were you? How far were you at certain times from me? And yet he goes back. 
he leaves the 99 for the one. So that's been a lesson I have had to preach over and over again to my own heart, that uh, nobody is ever too far gone, that um, he can he can work miracles in all sorts of people's lives. All right, so number nine. And when you are found, you know what you want. <laughs> this has been a lesson that all you guys really do want to talk about is just the basic Christian beliefs. I didn't really realize that when I first started this. I thought you were going to want more in the, I don't know, what is grace situation, like salvation, like the, these bigger, bigger, meatier things. But what I found was, is it is really big stuff that you want to talk about, but it really is just, just the basics. Who is God? Who is God? That is something you guys, the Trinity is something that comes up over and over again that you guys really want to talk about. Eternal families. What does that mean now that we're Christian? Is that something that we are going to carry with us? What does the cross mean? It, you know, we, we never were allowed to wear crosses or put crosses up. Are we allowed to do that now? And what does it actually mean for us? Trusting the Bible. What books are even in it? You know, just simple, basic things like bringing it back to like our children's Bibles. <laughs> and that, that did kind of surprise me as, you know, I mean, like I like the deep dive. I like the getting super serious in there, but, uh, but I forget that we have to crawl before we can run and that these just super basic Christian beliefs are things that we feel the most inadequate about. And I knew this for myself as well, you know, sitting in my Bible study with all my girlfriends looking at me like, who are you? What are you talking about? Like it, it really is just so important, I think, to get that good foundation. And so number nine has been to really figure out what it is that you guys need the most help with. And it it really is just those basic Christian beliefs, just the very simple basic stuff. And number 10, the biggest lesson I think I've had to, you know, preach to my own heart here with all of this and to uh, to just keep moving forward is to trust him. I was a born entrepreneur. I love being creative. I love coming up with new ways that, you know, never let the grass grow beneath my feet. I just, I love doing things. But over and over again in my life, the things I spent all my time on were a means to an end. Where was the meaning in the thing? And when God put this podcast out there for me to do, and he said, this is, you need to talk to these girls. I, I admit, I spent a lot of time acting like Jonah, <laughs> willing to get swallowed up by a huge fish rather than listen to God's will. But I have had to trust, trust that he knows better for me what hardships I can withstand and how important it is for the kingdom that I am not afraid. Truth is, I love this. I love podcasting. As scary and humbling as this journey has been, I cannot wait for each and every day to unfold where I get to figure out what it is that I get to share his good news with all of you guys, how I'm going to do that, what I'm going to talk about. And I had to trust him when he said to talk to you all. It has been such a leap of faith and one that I plan to continue for the next foreseeable however long. I love it. Where will the next 50 take us? Oh, what lessons are there to learn? I'm not sure yet, but I am so excited to find out. And I'm so excited to have all of you guys 
with me. Thank you. Thank you so much for being there for these 50 episodes, for continuing on this with me. And I can't wait to see what's next. Let's do this, ladies. It's awesome. I am so honored that you showed up today to listen to this little podcast talking about big things. If you want to comment, share, laugh, or cry about what we talked about today, then you need to join the Facebook group where you can have a safe space to do all the sharing because we kind of need people in this big old world that understand. And if you are like, heck yeah, that was awesome. Where can I get more? First hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and then hurry on over to findingfaithabove.com where you will find so much goodness all created just for you because I really do love you guys. I've been where you are at and I want to help you have all the hope and none of the lost. Resources, art, Bible studies, it's all there just for you findingfaithabove.com. Wishing you all the best in love in Jesus' name. See you next time.